Listening to being Jim Davis, the podcast that styles its. No, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. New tagline. You're listening to being Jim Davis. Do we pose hypophoric questions on this podcast? Actually, it doesn't say that. It says hyperphoric. I'm not sure what hyperphoric would be as a question. So, like, that's a question that, that, like, instead of being answered immediately by the speaker, it, like, never gets in? No, that that doesn't make any sense. I don't know, John. Here's I'm I'm just, just, I looked looked up up the word hyperphoric on the the Google, Google, and it's not there. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's not a word. But one of the suggested things like, hey, maybe you're trying to find out about was hypophoric acid. I didn't think there was an acid called hypophoric. I think that's a shortened form of hypophosphoric acid. It's a mineral acid with the formula H4P2O6. Uh, my name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. I nailed my- that intro. I feel, I feel like, like you did a great job. job. My name is Christopher Winter, Winter and I am Jim Davis. And I look, am look. Jake, oh, sorry. <laughs> Jeffrey Willis Heimer Schmidt. Yeah, John, let Jeff talk. And I am also Jeff Jim talk. Davis. Uh, it's better than a Robert Evans intro. <laughs> Barely. Uh, okay. It is Friday, uh, February 5th, 1982. Thank Garfield it's Friday, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're reading the 1,328th ever Garfield. That's, That's a, a number. A rare palindrome. Correct. What 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 occurs in this Garfield? John. Jeff. John. And I'd like Jeff to answer the question. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying John. John. What do you want? <laughs> John. Look or at somebody that beautiful answer. rainbow Garfield. John. Said John as he... Looked out the window. He's not reading. No one's, no one's going to read the synopsis. I was going to read it, but then you told me you wanted Jeff to do it. Well, I wanted to you were mix things up a bit. Back and okay, look, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff. <laughs> John. Sometimes it's unclear. You know, Honestly, when we have three people on. When, you told when the host to is like, "What okay. happens?" And then like, there's a there's an awkward pause because like I'm as much to... Jeff as Jake is. <laughs> <laughs> John, in today's Garfield, evaluate that. I'm just giving people content. I just want them to have content. Oh, our our show's all about content. People love content. I want good content. Well, I mean, people love content. Okay. Well, that's now you're getting technical. In today's Garfield, today's Garfield features additional character bounding rectangles. Uh, That's it's really true. all you need to know. It's true. <laughs> it's truth. <laughs> so many rectangles. All right, you were saying something about a, a rainbow, Jeff? Oh, His name's yeah, Jake. Um, his name is Jake. He's, I thought he was going by Jeff. It's his Jellicle name. It's Jeff Jellicle. Willis. <laughs> so, his well, name is Wesley. Hang on. Hang his on. name okay. is Wesley. 
Isn't do you remember Wesley, Wesley Willis? Isn't the Jellicle name the one that you don't say out loud? Or is That's that... why you shouldn't be saying it. Also, do you remember Wesley Willis? Yeah, of course yes. I remember Wesley Willis. Who doesn't love Wesley in, Willis? In retrospect, was that whole Wesley Willis thing mean-spirited? I don't think The whole so. Wesley Willis thing? I wonder if people were, like, making fun of Wesley Willis. You mean, like, was it exploitative? Yeah. I mean, mean-spirited and exploitative. I think I think I think that's a, actually I think that's a problem with a lot you know? of outsider art. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and it's, it's look it's a complex, complex issue. issue. I don't I think we're going to solve it in tonight's broadcast. It's hard to know. But let's discuss it for 2 hours anyway. <laughs> do you think do you think people when they listen to this podcast are exploiting us in a mean-spirited way? Like, are they just... They we just, can like, only hope. Staring, pointing at the freaks, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So John's looking out the window. He's like, look at that beautiful rainbow, Garfield. Garfield's kind of disinterested. He has his hands, like, crossed against his mouth. Looking all harmful. Um, next panel. Just I like it when he's, he's got his index finger right. over his other paw like that. Yeah. He's doing it in all three panels. He's today. got a Spoiler. little, yeah. John goes, just think. At the end of each rainbow is a pot of gold. Garfield's not having any of this. It's kind of. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Garfield it's, it's knows false. this. He's looking at him with disdain. His head is skew. <laughs> It's, it's it's not only a lie, it's treason. <laughs> and then, third panel, Garfield's thinking, there's nothing like a healthy respect for Mother Nature laced with a little greed. And treason. And treason. John, can you tell us about these bounding character-bounding rectangles? <laughs> I feel like you've teased us. You've teased us. We thought, thought we were going to hear about character-bounding rectangles. Your typical to... Garfield, Chris. Your typical Garfield contains... You um, know me. I love rhomboid features. A minimum of three character-bounding rectangles? Disagree. A minimum? No. Disagree. I'm going to say there's one. I said typical. Two, Disagree. Your typical Garfield. Typical Garfield. Panel two doesn't have a character-bounding rectangle, generally. So your minimum is two. The set of what is there, you know? It's still a rectangle. Hypothesizing an unseen rectangle, it's not a cell anymore? How is it bounding anything when it doesn't have a border, John? If you're just saying, like, the set of hypothetical rectangles contained within Panel two is unbounded, but still infinite. I would agree. Well, I, would I would say, say panel two is unbounded but finite. Disagree. How is, how is, how is panel two infinite? <laughs> you have to ask. You'll never know. Uh, I, do I do have, have to ask. ask. <laughs> what? I don't. How is it? It's not infinite. If you were like, oh, you know, panel two, like you can die. It's, it's like. like are we, are we talking about Mandelbrot space here? <laughs> you are you know we are, that, baby. Are you saying that panel two really whips the llama's ass? What? 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 That's a what? popular you know Wesley, Wesley Willis, Willis catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Apparently, the music software company Nolsoft. Rock over Muncie? Rock over Indianapolis? <laughs> Garfield. Sits it's around not, the house. <laughs> if, you, if you told me that Wesley Willis recorded a song or songs about Garfield, I wouldn't necessarily disbelieve you. That guy recorded a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Chris, I've, I've consulted mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the poem The Naming of Cats by T.S. Eliot. I'd like to hear about this. He doesn't actually specify. Okay, so it, as you, I'm sure you remember. Uh huh. The, the poem a cat is not a dog. The naming. <laughs> that's the, that's the actually the addressing of cats, isn't it? Blah blah blah. When I, uh, you may think at first I'm as mad as a hatter when I tell you a cat must have three different names. So there's mm-hmm. like the regular it's one. It's not clear to me that these, these are even good poems. These are even good poems. It's, it's no, it's unclear. T.S. Eliot was a great artist. These are not particularly good poems. That's, it's better than Paradise Lost. Um, that's T.S. Eliot, right? He was also a fascist. Writer, yes, too, yes, so. John. T.S. Eliot wrote Paradise Lost. Are we thinking of Ezra Pound? Wasn't Ezra Pound a fascist? Was T.S. Eliot yes, also, also a fascist? No, T.S. Eliot was a sex weirdo. And, well, not like a sex weirdo in like the traditional sense, but more like he was well, very... Let's, let's, let's not, he, you no, know. What, uh, the Wasteland? You're into what you're into. Yeah, T.S. Eliot wrote I was saying wasteland. more like he, he was scared of sex in like the way of like, oh. if a woman comes in the room, you... You look away, kind of. Way. But never, nowhere in the poem does it say it's which just good one manners. of the three is the Jellical name. Oh no! No. Okay. No, the word no, Jellical is not even, not in, even that in that one. Huh? No. Wait, that, the, the the naming of cats doesn't include the word Jellical? No. Did they just make maybe up that's the word from jellical? the addressing of cats? The address. Did... I'm thinking the addressing of cats. Yeah. Or <laughs> did maybe did. Did Andrew Lloyd Webber just make up the word jellical and put it in there? No, I think from what I've what I've kind of gleaned from my own research is that um, I'd like to like hear an, about this. It's like an old Elizabeth. <laughs> I, 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 I can confirm, confirm that, that uh, it's, Jake has done research. It's like an old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old Elizabethan term that means uh, mm. like dear yeah. little. Mm. Says here, jellical cats were first mentioned, uh, and by here. Of course, I mean Wikipedia.org. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jellicle cat. Like, is it even needed? There are two. There are two sources in being Jim Davis. One is Wikipedia.org. The other is the book Garfield Rolls On. Uh, Jellicle cats were first mentioned in Eliot's 1933 poem Five Finger Exercises, which sounds dirty, and later developed in Old Possum's book of Practical Cats. There you go. Hmm. Anyway, uh, the large the cast of diverse cat, cats right. is an important part of the world building of mm. cats. I wouldn't say that cats engages in a much world building. It's nothing but world building. I mean, yeah. So I'm not yeah, clear so whether, not the whether the jellical name is the like is middle like grade, grade one, one where, where that that the, that cats, the cats refer to each other, other with, with or uh-huh. if it's the one that only the. The cat, the, that cat. I don't think that's for us to know, Jonathan. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Eliot wrote a poem called "The Song of the Jellicles," hmm. where jellical cats were depicted as commonly nocturnal, black and white, scruffy cats. Specifically, Eliot mentions that they like to gather at an event called the Jellical Ball. The name Jellical comes from an unpublished poem by Eliot entitled "Pollicle Dogs and Jellical Cats," yeah. where pollicle dogs is a corruption of poor little dogs and jellical cats of dear little cats. Corruption, corruption is right. Yeah, uh, the world cat 
you know, the whole Cats, cats universe is a, a fallen, fallen corrupted, corrupted world. world. Yeah, well, it, it, look, a cats, degenerate the, whole, land. the whole story of Cats is just a metaphor for corruption, right? Yeah, yeah, degenerate land where cats wander the streets and something, something, Buster for Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's John not Arbuckle, skin and bones, John. He's not the man, skin the man and about bones. town. He's yeah. sitting in a windowsill no. with his oh, cat. God. Have we not started yet? No, no I've started. read the entire. Well, they're, they're I, by, I feel like I feel like they're Jake actually read the whole thing. He just hasn't exactly, talked about the bounding exactly rectangles. ten rectangles. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I counted. <laughs> <laughs> but are you, are you counting like the rectangles like that consist of other rectangles? It's rectangles all the way down, John. What about the cross-hatching in the background? Are those rectangles? That's cross-hatching. That's not rectangles. They're like perpendicular lines. It doesn't each intersection or each pair of intersections to find a rectangle? It takes more to make a rectangle than just perpendicular lines, John. A rectangle also has to have soul. Peanuts. (laughs) To make chocolatey rectangles? Peanuts. How many peanuts does it take? John, it takes a lot of peanuts. (laughs) Okay. Um, <laughs> rectangles gotta have soul, John. Okay, so is John saying anything? J- Jake already read all of that. He read all of the dialogue. I read the strip and then you launched into a different <laughs> point of discussion. Look, all I asked, John. On. All I asked was that you describe the ba- character-bounding rectangles. And then for some reason, you started talking about T.S. Eliot and Ezra Pound. You started talking about Okay, this is T.S. like... You, you said puppet. I didn't say puppet. <laughs> no, no puppet. No puppet. This is framing within framing. A common yeah. uh, wheels device within wheels, used man. within... They're not uh, wheels, John. They're rectangles. It's like Inception. Within, <laughs> wheels can't... But rectangle wheels wouldn't get you anywhere. It's it's indicating uh, isolation. They would on the right, right surface. surface. Isolation What's, what's in, that surface? I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure there's, there's a number, a number file, file video about that. Oh, God. We, we'll, we'll, we'll post, post that, that link, link in the show notes. notes. Yeah, it'll definitely be in the show notes. It's unlikely. <laughs> Audience, check the show notes to... Uh, God, check the show notes right now. Right to, stop the podcast and check the show notes. You to stop the podcast to check the show notes. You cannot read the show notes while looking, listening I mean, to the podcast. Unless the episode is like about to end and you want, to, ca- you want to make sure to catch impossible. it before it goes on to the next one. John, they're mutually exclusive. Hmm. Anyway. One can't listen to a podcast and read text at the same time. You shouldn't listen to the podcast anyway. <laughs> so it was T. S. Eliot a fascist? I didn't. Did we? Did we get a, a, a final definitive? Um. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. Just, just, just look him up. No, any, no. any, the, any, uh, any old Wikipedia article for square wheels <laughs> begins with the sentence: "A square wheel is a wheel that, instead of being circular, has the shape of a square." Huh. So you know, information. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. See also roulette triangle. I will. I will see roulette triangle. Oh, yeah, I think you've so. been listening to Being Jim Davis because Garfield does what Marma don't. 
It doesn't subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit the website beingjimdavis.com? There are many links. Uh, please follow us on the Twitters. Thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows <laughs>